Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show. It's 823. Sunny skies and warm today. We'll see a high of 78. Right now it's 54 at Cincinnati's Q102. At this point, it's weirder if you don't use emojis than if you do. There was a while there where uh, emojis were only for girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it was just too feminine. Or maybe women. Mm-hmm. They were? Yeah. At, at the beginning. Not anymore, though. No. And so a dating app called Clover just analyzed which emojis are the biggest turn-ons and turn-offs. And here's what they found. The emojis that women are most likely to reply to. Mallard duck. (laughs) Yes, absolutely right. You nailed it. (laughs) Are the faces with the tongue sticking out or smiling? That can also be a really good disarming one. Like if you say something kind of smart-assy, that's a great... Yeah. Little thing to stick on the end. That's a great thing to stick on the end, is it yeah. to say, I'm just messing with you. That one of the woman holding her hand up. Oh, yeah, to the side, like this. Yeah. Yep. The monkeys covering their eyes or mouth. <laughs> I love that one, too. Like, oh, no, you didn't. Or I can't believe I heard that. And the smiling devil. I never use those. I use smiley faces, and that's about it. I love the one where the woman is smacking herself in the front of the head. That's a great That's one. That's my new favorite one. Like, yeah. <sighs> but I don't know what to say to somebody. I either send them the fox or the gray moon face. The gray moon face. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the gray moon it face. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Women are most turned off by the eggplant. <laughs> The hands clapping, which is funny because I've had women text me the hands clapping one. The flex bicep and the fist bump. Yeah. Mm. I kind of don't really like the thumbs up either. 
I don't know why. You know, I love it. There's something about me that feels like it's you're not. The hand is weird. Like you're not communicating with me. Like you could have picked a better emoji than a thumbs up. Like maybe a smiley or a wink. Or a fox (laughs) or a gray moon. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not creative enough. It's not. It seems lazy. That's my way of saying, <laughs> got it. Got I'm it. acknowledging. And I don't have time to send you back I don't note. have time yep. to send you the pineapple, so I'm going to send you a thumbs up. That's my 10-4. <laughs> my 10-4, good buddy. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, it's okay coming from you. <laughs> the emojis that men are most likely to respond to are basically all the faces that are either smiling or laughing and also the okay hand symbol. Yep. And the kissing lips. The, the men are turned off by the crying face, the pile of poop, and the diamond engagement ring. Don't even think about it. You know what's crazy is last week I posted that story <laughs> on our Q102 Facebook page about the, the poop party. Yeah. This little three-year-old, that's her favorite emo- emoji, and so they had her birthday party themed like that emoji, like the right. emoji with the cake and the plates and the pillows and the it was balloons. Funny. Mom had on a had a poop costume on. I was surprised how many people replied to that story and said, "You guys don't know what you're talking about. It's chocolate pudding. It's ice cream." Guys, it's that oh, is not. No, 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 and they no, were being no, serious. No, no. Well, they might have. That might have been the initial intention that it <laughs> was that a chocolate ice cream, but no everybody immediately said, "You know." See, that's from people I feel like that don't use emojis a lot because there clearly right. is an ice cream cone on there. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been how they were trying to position it. Yeah, like do right. you want to go have some chocolate like, ice cream? Wink, wink. No, because chocolate yeah. pudding is because so popular is in today's culture. Yeah, <laughs> I mean clearly that's an ice cream cone, correct? Soft, yes, soft serve, but right? I don't. But that wasn't. <laughs> I, that didn't come until later, did it? Yeah, but they had a different one before that. I don't know. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'd throw my kid a poop party. If he wanted a poop party and that cracked him up, he's got a poop emoji t-shirt. I bought him those poop emoji glasses. Yep, you got him poop emoji. If that's what he wanted, absolutely, kiddo. Just don't text it to the man in your life. (laughs) Deal. All right, let's say by some miracle, ladies, you find yourself with a half hour tonight where you literally have nothing to do. Okay. It is all yours. 30 minutes. What is the best way to just... Really relax and make the most of that 30 minutes. I would read a book. You'd read a book, all right. I would would just lay there. (laughs) (laughs) Like many women. Uh, Jen's is the most popular answer. Most women say they would read a book. 37%. That's the majority. Hmm? 26% of women would take, use that half hour to take a luxurious bath. 
That would be nice. I would d- maybe think about that if I could fit in the bathtub. Get in and out of it easily. Yeah. <laughs> That's the challenge in your condition. You might get stuck. Yeah. Make sure Scott's home if you do that. Right. That sounds lovely, though. 18% would either knit, sew, or do some other crafts. And 8% would have sex. Only 8 yeah, the survey did not ask men how they would relax, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that sex would at least beat out the crafts on that list. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, hang on. Couldn't see anything. I was going to try to do it without glasses. And I was like, no, abort, abort. Uh, 837. Sunshine, warm today, high of 78. Right now it's 55. Sixty-seven-year-old man. His name is Robert Gene White. Robert Gene. Robert was at a strip club in El Paso, Texas, on Friday night. Just for kicks, or does he go there a lot? Was he at a bachelor party? That's where he goes to get his kicks. There you go. He was offered a lap dance for a slight premium. He agreed, and he gave her his money, and she began the lap dance. Suddenly, Robert was unresponsive. Uh Uh-oh. The stripper's first instinct was, oh, he's, you know, he's he's faking it. Mm -hmm. To get more time. Yeah. (laughs) Except he wasn't. He wasn't faking it. So she started trying to do CPR on him. I mean, you want to talk about a full-service lap dance. Yeah, no kidding. Paramedics rushed to the club, but they couldn't revive him, and he was pronounced dead at a hospital shortly after that. Mm. For now, the cause of death is listed as natural causes. Mm. But I wouldn't be shocked if eventually that gets changed to silicone causes or something similar. Stop it. So what a way to go, that's I That's one suppose. way to go, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's some people's dream. Like, that's the only way they want to go. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to complain about that. You know, it's fairly quick. The last thing you saw here on Earth? Right. <laughs> Glory. Glory be to God. Yeah. Going out to some white snake and just had some free chicken wings. Yeah. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> Or doing, you know, something along those lines that is equally enjoyable mm-hmm. with your 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 monogamous partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe your monogamous partner. <laughs> yeah, no, well, now that would be Maybe not. troubling. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He just keeled over with a smile on his face. Isn't that how Matthew McConaughey's dad died? Doesn't he love to tell that story of how he was yeah. making love to his mama? Yes. And he just went. If you're going to go, that's the way to go. A new study ranked the best cities to live in. And they looked at a bunch of factors, a bunch of different factors. They looked at the cost of living. They looked at the crime rates in that city. How good the school systems are. How nice the weather is. And even how long the average commute takes. 
And according to the results, the best city in America also happens to be one of the biggest college towns. It's Ann Arbor, Michigan. Huh. Where the University of Michigan is. Michigan, finally. Michigan a makes one. a list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, only 30 miles from Detroit, which is probably the number 100 on the list. Sure. It's the 100. last one, yeah. yeah. Right. Ann Arbor is beautiful. I've, I've been up there a couple of times. Only in the fall, so. If you're not a Michigan fan, it ain't beautiful. <laughs> but you got a great cost of living in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Relatively low crime rate, good schools. You get all four seasons a year. And uh, it's, you know, it's not a bad commute every day. So Ann Arbor comes in at number one. Naperville, Illinois, just outside Chicago, made number two. Although I've heard that's gotten expensive recently. Naperville said, uh, I've known several people that live in Naperville, and they've always loved it. Yeah. How far is it from Chicago? It's not far out at all. I'm going to say maybe half hour, if 40 that, minutes in traffic. Yeah. Arlington, Virginia, came in at number three. I heard that was very expensive to yeah, live there, too. me too. Columbia, Maryland, outside of Baltimore. Berkeley, California. Beautiful. Bay Area. The Woodlands, Texas, just north of Houston. Plano, Texas, outside of Dallas. Overland Park, Kansas, just outside Kansas City. I like Overland Park, but it's so much urban sprawl. Like, I'd rather drive the half hour and look closer to Kansas City, somewhere closer to the downtown. But I like that whole area, that whole Kansas City metropolitan area is cool. I thought about moving there once. Yeah, I remember that. Boulder, Colorado is another. And Irvine, California, about 45 miles southeast of L.A. Kansas City reminds me of Cincinnati in a lot of ways. And I think that's why I love Cincinnati. Is it a river town, too? Do they have a river there? Um, I don't know. It's Fountain City. A lot of fountains. Yeah, more fountains in that city than <laughs> any true. other city. It's the fountain city. I know. I, I remember Jeff talking about all of the fountains. <laughs> really? Yes. For Kansas City, it was the fountains. For here, it's very hilly. <laughs> yeah, it's hilly there, too. The topography. Some of the finest steakhouses in the world out of Kansas City. Aren't they known for barbecue, too? Yeah. Is that one of the things? Barbecue as well. It's where Hallmark... Is headquartered. Sprint may or may not still be headquartered there, but I remember the the campus for Sprint was so big it it had its own zip code, and it seemed like everybody and their brother that you met worked for Sprint. And then this other story: people used to think that women could not run marathons because their bodies couldn't take it. You do take a pounding in twenty six miles. So they banned women from running in marathons, or at least the Boston Marathon anyway, until 1972. But one woman ran the whole thing five years earlier. This is a a 20-year-old student at Syracuse University. Her name was Catherine Switzer. And she entered it in 1967 under the name K.V. Switzer. Maybe pronounced Switzer. But anyway, she signed in as KV so they wouldn't know that she was a woman. And there is a famous black and white photo of a marathon official trying to rip her number off about two miles into the race. But her boyfriend shoved him out of the way, and she ended up finishing in four hours and 20 minutes. 
Well, now, 50 years later, she just ran it again. She is 70 years old. What? Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And she hadn't run a marathon since 2011, but she just finished the marathon yesterday in four hours, 44 minutes, and 31 seconds. Wow. So about 25 minutes slower than than when she ran it as a 20-year-old, but still. Hi, everybody. It's Catherine Switzer, and I'm on the course at the Boston Marathon. We're at one mile and a little bit over, and this is about the place where Jack Semple attacked me and tried to pull off my big number. It's amazing. You look at the stone, you look at the houses, suddenly it all comes back to life. It was much earlier than I ever remembered. I always thought it was about two miles. So here we go. What a way to start the race, to see that and to recognize it. Have fun. Be fearless. Have fun. Be fearless. Oh, love her. That's great. Yeah, she posted some photos and videos on Twitter, including one of her passing that spot that she was just telling you about where the official tried to rip her number off 50 Mm -hmm. years ago. And I love it because they also got photos of her boyfriend's shoulder checking this guy. Nice. And she finished the race. She wore number 261 yesterday, which happened to be the same bib number that she wore in 1967. And it's the last time anyone will wear that bib number in the Boston Marathon because they announced that they're retiring it after the race. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I That's it didn't even sound like she was winded. She I know, talk. right? Yeah. Anybody that can run and talk at the same time. I mean, set, let's just bring up the That's fact impressive. that she's 70 and all of us are under 70 and she has done two marathons. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.